Say hallelujah. Does anybody know what we've been talking about? The glory. The glory. Say, say, I trust God for the glory. All right. We're gonna, we've been talking about the glory of God, and I'm going to pray, and I'm going to pray that today you walk out of here with a revelation of the glory of God that's been given to you and what to do with it. Now, we get into this. I, last week, we talked about the glory of God, and, and, and I'm, let me start off before I pray and explain to you what it is. We have visitors here. I don't know how much, how much you know. In denominational churches all of your life, you have heard God. That's G-triple-O-D. <laughs> God is everywhere, and he is. But he isn't manifest everywhere. If you have a church and God doesn't show up, you have a country club. It's not a church at all. Now, if we're going to have a country club here, let's build the next church on a golf course. And at noon, we can ride out and hit a few holes. Thank you all. Y'all just excited. <laughs> I don't want a country club. I want a church. That means I want God not only to be here in, in spirit, I want him to actually show up. And when he shows up, stuff happens. So we're, we're about to come into the Christmas season. And Christmas is about when God came. It wasn't enough for them to go, I heard about him. He actually showed up. And we call him the king of glory because he brought glory in the earth or the manifested presence of God. Now, that's huge. You don't want to live on this earth without God in your life. And I'm not talking about you're forgiven, you're going to heaven when you die. I'm talking about operating in your life and out of your life. You don't want to. That's called hell on earth. Even a sinner has that. That's no life. So we're going to start off. I'm going to pray, and then we're going to open up to the book of Psalms. Father God, thank you for this morning, for this message. My desire is for us to hear what you're saying to us as a church, not just this church, but the church in America and the world today. And we give you the praise and honor and glory for it in Jesus' name. Go with me to Psalm 24. Now, I'm going to make a statement to you. And again, don't throw anything at me. If God doesn't do something in this nation, we've lost it. How negative can you get? I didn't say we've lost it. I said if God doesn't do something in this nation. But it's not automatic. I am not a false sovereignty preacher. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, God with triple zeros in his sovereignty is running everything. 
If he is, he has it in a mess. He doesn't have it in a mess. We do. But there are some of us who believe in God that our best days are ahead. I believe my best days are ahead. I believe that before the return of Jesus, you're going to see churches full of the glory of God, and you're going to see Christians walking in glory. And I will be one of them. Say me too. Okay. Now, this is where I'm going today, but you need to pay attention because it's not automatic. Psalm 24-7. This is a psalm about Jesus returning to the earth. I'm not preaching on his second return. I wished I was, but I'm not. But I want to read this one for the sake of giving a, a foundation of who it is we're talking about. Verse 7, lift up your eyes, O you gates, and be lifted up, you everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is the King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your head, O you gates. Lift them up, you everlasting doors, and the King of glory will come in. Who is the King of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the King of glory. What is this talking about? This is talking about the day that the Lord Jesus Christ will return to this earth soon and very soon. Soon, 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 soon. He is returning. Now, I know some of y'all are waiting on DeSantis to come do this. or That's fine. That's fine. You know, I'm, I appreciate all that. I am too. But I have a higher goal than all that. I'm waiting on Jesus to come back. And when it happens, we're going to look back and go, glory to God, no more trouble out of lying dog politicians who can't seem to get a voting machine right. Okay. Oh, boy, get me going. The Bible says in the last days there will be moronis. That's a Greek word. It means morons. There are morons loose among us. Glory to God. I went political on y'all. Sorry about that. All right. Who is the king of glory? Jesus is the king of glory. Let's talk about this day. There's coming a day when he's going to put his foot on the Mount of Olives. It says that the ocean from the Mediterranean all the way to Jerusalem, the mountain is going to split, and the sea is going to come all the way up to the edge of Jerusalem. It says that the lion will lay down with the lamb. Child will play with an asper and adder. Your kids are going to play with rattlesnakes. The glory of God is going to hit this earth in so much power. There will be no, there will be no sickness. There will be no disease. There will be no crippled people. There will be no old folks. Homes. There will be no disease. There will be, listen, all of that is going to end in one day because the king of glory is going to show up. Now, the, now, what is it? Why does it say the king of glory? Because the manifested presence of God, the, the devil cannot stand, sickness cannot stand, poverty cannot stand in the manifested presence of God. That's why, that's why I spoke a little bit about it in the offering because you don't have to wait until you die to walk in that. Now, you might want to, we're in the earth, but we're not of the earth, and you don't have to live like they do anyway, so ch just change your thinking. But now, we're talking about Jesus returning to the earth. Well, well, we're not there right now, but I want you to see how powerful glory is. The presence of God. There is not a demon in hell that can stand the presence of God. What do you think happened to Jesus down in the region of the damned? He got born again. What do you think when the anointing hit him? 
I mean, we're not talking about a couple of devils. Every devil in hell got blown off of Jesus. That's a lot of power, folks. That's a lot of power. The Bible says that, that we won't even need the sun. The glory on Jesus will replace the sun. That's a lot of power. Okay, go with me to John. I'm just cranking up. I'm revving my engine. Oh, oh, I got to squint one more scripture. We all go in there. 26, 8. Lord, I have loved your inhabitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. I want a church where the glory dwells. All right, go to, go, go to, go to John chapter 18. Chapter 18. Say hallelujah. Turn to your neighbor and say, I think this message is for you. 18. I love, I love my Bible. I just love reading the Bible. There ain't another book like this book. Ain't nobody like Jesus. Anyway, one day they're going to make a movie about him, and it's going to be right. Amen. I might have to play Jesus, but I'm not really young enough. Maybe they could do some makeup work. Jesus is a man. Hey, nobody would walk eight days to hear the Jesus in the movie. When, when you're so full of glory that everybody in the multitude gets healed, and then you feed them all. You're cool. <laughs> That's cool. But, but now here's, here's, one, here's an awesome story about Jesus. John 18. When Jesus had spoken these words, he went out to the disciples to the book Kidron, where there was a garden, and his disciples entered. And Jesus and Judas, who betrayed him and knew the place, Jesus often went there with his disciples. And Judas, having received a detachment of troops, now, someone tell me, how many is in a detachment? That's what I thought. Does anybody even know? It's a lot of guys. 600? 600 armed guys to go get one rabbi. You're going to arrest the king of glory? <laughs> this is funny. But think about that for a minute. Think about whatever you're dealing with today. Well, I got news for you. They hadn't sent 600 people to your house yet. <laughs> yet. Yes. And Judas, having received detachment of troops and officers from the chief priests, Pharisees came with lanterns, torches, and weapons. And Jesus, therefore, knowing all things that would come upon him, went forward and said, Who are you looking for? Oh, he's cool. Who are you looking for? And they said, Well, we're looking for this guy named Jesus. And he said, I am he. Look at, the, look at it. I am. And, and Judas betrayed him, was there with him, verse 6. And when they said that, they all fell down to the ground. This is cool. I am. <laughs> Six hundred Roman soldiers face planted. 
in the presence of the King of glory. I am. Now, I'm going to get ahead of myself. Let's get way ahead. Are you now full of the glory? Say yes. Wouldn't it be nice to learn to walk in it? You're going to learn it today. They didn't take him. He went. You don't take the king of glory anywhere he don't want to go. The children of Israel came out of Egypt. And the fire went with the children of Israel by day and a cloud, a cloud by day and a fire by night. But on the Egyptian side, it was black, dark. The same glory that brought them through the Red Sea drowned the enemy. You see, what is the blessing to you is going to become the judgment on the world. God's about to start judging the, 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 even the church. But there is a group of people that are going to be walking around in the glory. Say, I'm going to join that group. Yeah, baby. And I'm going to show you it's, I'm going to show you that God made it easy because he knows us. Don't make it hard. There are people who won't ever get it. If you make it easy, I'll get it. And then I can preach it to you. Okay. Don't you think this is cool? Just. I'm he. Now, now he said, I am. When, when's the last time you got in a fight with the devil and he said something to you and you said, I am redeemed. I'm righteous. I am blessed. I am. What do you think is happening in the spirit realm when you start talking like that? They're out. They're out. You want to knock every devil Around you down to his knees. I am. I am a new creation. I am washed in the blood. I am blessed coming in and blessed going out. I am complete in him. I am healed. Well, I don't feel very good. Shh. Don't ask your body truth. Your body ain't real bright. It's still waiting for another piece of pumpkin pie. Your body is not spiritual. <laughs> Last night I was trying to get Lisa to teach me how to make Christian eggnog. Okay, keto eggnog. She's basically told me it can't be done, but I'm going to try to figure out how to make keto eggnog. Never mind. I'm going to try it. I think God will show me how to make keto eggnog. Second Chronicles chapter 20. All things are possible with God. I tried to, I take authority over the calories. That didn't work. <laughs> Josh has got that one down, doesn't he? All right. Now, we're in 2 Chronicles. We're going to talk about the glory of God again. There's a story here, and I'm not going to read the beginning of it because I don't have enough time to go through all that. So I'm going to begin with 
verse 10. No, 12. Up until now, there's a group of people that have come against Jerusalem. I mean, several kingdoms, several nations have come against Israel to destroy them. And the king is about to make a statement, I don't know what to do. And, and you're going to find there's a lot of times you don't know what to do. The problem is bigger than you. How many of y'all have ever had a problem bigger than you? Okay, let's rock. Verse 12, oh, our God, will you not judge them? We have no power against this great multitude that is coming from China, and we don't know what to do, and our eyes are on you. The mess this nation is in, I'm gonna, don't get, and again, don't throw anything at me. How can you trust a politician to fix it when they're the ones that screwed it up? Do you think they're all just going to get saved next week? I'll come over here and preach. I mean, I quit being a political a long time ago and just started being Christian. I like my kingdom a whole lot better. It rules. All right. So, so we have an issue, but I'm not in. I sleep at night. I'm fine. And I always will. I will my best days are ahead. I'm going to show you that. For we have no power against this great multitude that is coming against us, nor do we know what to do. Our eyes are on you. Number one, right now, forget about everything else happening around you and whatever it is you think you've got to do to fix it. You can't. You're not going to fix it. But God can fix it. Okay. You know how you saved yourself? Remember that? No. If you can't save yourself and you can't fill yourself, and you do remember the day that you got a lawyer and got your name written in the Lamb's Book of Life, right? You didn't do that? Well, then trust me, there's not a lot you can do. So we're at the mercy of God, which is good. He's a merciful God. That's a good thing. All right, let's read. And all Judah and their little ones and their wives and children stood before the Lord. Verse 14, and the Spirit of the Lord came upon Jehazel, the son of Zechariah. Now, we're going to see something here, and I'm going to give you a pet peeve. I don't know why in the world they want to put their kids, their grandkids, and their great-grandkids' names in the Bible. I really wish they hadn't done that because it's really messing up my reading. And, you know, so-and-so had a kid named Beziel and a Belial and a Boozywooly and, and a grandkid. And I'm like, you're messing up my sermon. Well, we're going to get to heaven and all of them are going to walk up and go, we're Blezebel or whatever. And I'm going, oh, you're that guy's kid. Yeah, yeah, I read about you. The kid, the, the kid of some kid. Son of Asap in the middle of the assembly, verse 15. Listen, all of you in Judah, inhabitants of Jerusalem, and the king of Jehoshaphat. Thus says the Lord God, do not be afraid nor dismayed because of the great multitude. The battle is not yours. This battle is not your battle. 
This is not something you and I are going to have to fight to gain the victory. You're in a lot of battles right now, and some of you are stressed because you're looking at yourself. That's where depression comes from. What am I going to do? And I'm going to give you a secret. Nothing. Go ahead and get excited. You are doing, you're not going to do a thing about it. Some of you got rent that needs to be done. Forget it. You're not going to have, you're not, this is a battle you won't have to fight. Some of you, the doctor gave you a report. Forget it. This is not a battle you're going to fight. This is something that God has already given you, and this is a battle you will win. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Do not be afraid or dismayed. Because of this great multitude, the battle is not yours but God's. Tomorrow, go down against them. You are going to attack, but not the way you think. And you'll surely come up by the accent of Ziz, and you will find them back at the end of the brook before the wilderness of Jeruel. And you will not need to fight this battle. Position yourself. What does that mean? Right now? I cast all of my cares on you, and you care about me, and I'm seated in right hand in heavenly places, and I am taking my position as victor, and I am not going to fight in this battle. You are the Lord of my life, you are God, and I don't have a care in the world. Stop the worrying now. Stop it. It isn't doing you any good. You're, you are not going to fix it. I didn't say it wasn't going to get fixed. It's going to get fixed. Don't need to fight this battle. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord who is with you, O Judah. Do not fear or be dismayed. Tomorrow go against them. The Lord is with you. And we're going to get into the fact that the greater one, I'm getting way ahead of myself. Boy, I don't want to do that. Okay, I'll go there in a minute. Okay. Jehoshaphat bowed his head in the face of the ground, and all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem bowed before the Lord and did what? So let me ask you a question. How hard is it to sing? Well, when you're depressed, it's not easy. But you can sing, but if you but you can sing. All right, now we're gonna learn something now. The time that we're up here in worship is not the prelude to get to the best part, which would be me. Thank you. I assume you're laughing is joy. Very important part of the service. Very important part of the service. Worshiping God is a big deal. Okay, now, they worshiped, and the Levites and the children of the Kohites and the children of the Kortites. <laughs> Leroy, James, John, and Billy Bob stood up to praise God of Israel, and their voices were loud and high. So let me ask you a question. Amen. 
And I'm just going to talk to the few of you that weren't shouting. <laughs> if you have a shout in your heart, would you please let it out? I have another question. Why is it that you want to worship God with your spirit while your body sits and stares at the wall? Come on. Body, are you going to worship? No, I'm just going to let you do all the worship. There are churches that do that. Please go. They have broken the... Um, um, they, they have awards every year for who could be the quietest. We don't have one of those awards here. You say, I have a praise in my heart. I really think that sometimes you ought to let it out. The Bible says love God's spirit, soul, body. That would be... Hmm, Shandai, whoo, glory to God. That's what that looks like. <laughs> All right, now what we're reading here is not just cute. This is fun, but this is powerful. Because Satan cannot stand in the presence of God. Sickness can't stand in the presence of God. Poverty can't stand in the presence of God. So how do you get the glory to come? Worship. You, you, you see, we're not doing nothing. You say, well, I feel like I'm doing nothing. Oh, you're, oh, you're doing something. And every devil in hell knows you. See, you're, you're not doing it's not you, it's him. Once you divorce yourself of I'm going to do it and take it to he's going to do it, you stop what you're doing. Glory to God, Jesus is Lord. Once you take a knee and start worshiping, the Bible says God inhabits the praises of his people. See, some of y'all thought this is going to be difficult. No, it's actually very easy. Verse 20, and they rose early in the morning, went to the wilderness of Tekoa, and they went out and Jehoshaphat and stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and have us Jerusalem. Believe the Lord your God, so you'll be established, and believe his prospects, and so you will prosper. And when he consulted with the people, he appointed those who would sing. 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 Why? What does singing have to do with people trying to kill you? You need God to get on them. Remember, God comes to bless. He also comes to judge. The same glory that will lift you will kill them. And who would praise the beauty of holiness. And they went out before the army and were saying, Praise ye the Lord. His mercy endures forever. 
And when they began to sing and praise, when they began to sing and praise, the glory hit the enemy against the people of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir who had come against Judah and they were defeated. They killed each other. This is a political strategy. Wouldn't it be fun to watch them killing each other? I'm just preaching from the Bible. I'm just using Scripture. I don't know if y'all don't want to get that brutal. But listen, when you're worshiping God, Satan's camp is full of confusion. You see, that none of them agree on anything. What if you got an agreement and they went into confusion? I mean, when you have that many idiots in a room, somebody's got to do some damage. This is a powerful strategy, folks. Way more, your, your and my praise and worship is what brings the glory down. It releases glory. When you're in here in church worshiping God, God is at home fixing your mess. Let's think about the glory on Jesus. Do you think Jesus had the flu? How about COVID? All right, arthritis. Because he's God, no. Because he's the Lord of glory. Where is that glory? Right now, it's in your spirit. Can you release it? Yes, you can. It is in your praise and worship and singing that you're releasing the anointing through your body. Satan can't stand in the glory. I can give you glory and I give you honor. I sing praises. I thought we had to have instruments. Aren't you glad you don't? Yep. You can do this 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Yes. You can build a wall of glory around you. Yes. Yes. Amen. Come on, Barbara, this is pretty good. I hadn't even gotten to the good part yet. It gets a whole lot better here. What was designed to destroy them is about to make them rich. There you go again. Well, I done told you what to do with your money if you can't handle it. I just told you. <laughs> Verse 24, so when Judah came to the place overlooking the wilderness, they looked at the multitude, and all there was everywhere was a bunch of dead folk. All they were doing was singing. And the glory hit them, the enemy. 
the glory hit the enemy. This is not written in here for you to read it and go, ain't that cute? This is written in here for you to go, hmm, I think I know what to do. When I don't know what to do, I'm thinking I'm going to sing a while. I think I'm going to sing today. I'm going to sing all day today. No one had escaped, and when Jehoshaphat and the people came to take away the spoil, they found among them an abundance of valuables, and the dead bodies, and precious jewelry. And the ladies said, You know, politicians have jewelry. <laughs> no, Mom, I'm just going to shut up. No. If the devil can have jewelry, why can't you have some jewelry? You ladies need to help me out a little bit. Which they stripped off for themselves more than they could Lisa, more than you could carry away? You down with that? You got this? God, God, give her a wheelbarrow. Show her where they go. And when they were three days carrying the spoil because there was so much. What started off as a big problem, God turned it because of glory. Now, I'm going to read another one. to Go, go to Hebrews 2. Got your shouting clothes? Hebrews chapter 2. You say, well, now you're talking about Jesus as the king of glory. And you're talking about the Old Testament. They sang a lot. Hebrews 2.10. It was fitting for him for whom are all things that by whom are all things bring in many sons to glory. You have that same glory in you. The world does not have it, but you have it. This is why the Bible says whatever you put your hand to will prosper. You are a blessing looking for a place to happen. Jesus never walked around going, does Judas fit in that bag again? My God, I'm not even going to have enough. Peter, you're going to have to take a cut and go fish. I just don't see Jesus doing that. I just don't see him lacking at all. I don't see you either. For fitting him for whom are all things, by whom are all things, and bringing many sons to glory. Go to John 17. Let's look at another one. Let's go to another one. John 17. We know Jesus can do it. Verse 20, I don't pray for these alone. I also pray for those who would believe in me through their words. Say me. That they may be one as you, Father, are in me and I in you. That they may be one in us and the world believe you sent me. And the glory which you gave me, I have given it to them. Stop for a minute. You're full of the glory. Go to Ephesians chapter 1 now. Are you ready? 
you're going to go home very, very different today. God did not leave you lacking. Ephesians 1. What's the difference in Jesus and you? Well, it's not a lack of glory. Maybe it's a lack of knowledge. I have a phone that has all kinds of stuff on it. Justin calls them apps. And every once in a while, I'll ask him something and he'll go, Oh, Dad, you have an app. And I went, I do? And he grabs my phone and goes, let me show you. And he goes, and all of a sudden my phone is doing strange things. So the other day I asked Lisa a question and she said, ask Google. I'm in the bedroom with a concordance. She goes, oh, don't do that. And she picks up my phone, and she hits Google, and there's a microphone, and she hits it, and she goes, where's the scripture? And it goes, I have found three scriptures. And I'm like, well, that's, that's, that's cool. So we're up in Tennessee, and she's riding along going, first near Starbucks, phone went, it's 1.4 miles away, and come up and take a left. And I'm like, in other words, there's an ability, but I'm ignorant. I have to have people who are not ignorant. You're not bad, you're, but you have apps you know not of. You're walking around with glory. That's a, that's a lot of power, guys. I mean, you have the ability to go, I am, and everybody around you hit the deck. I mean, you, you ever read a scripture, and I'm not putting you in condemnation? Is there any sick among you? Why in the Sam Hill would you ask a church, is anybody sick? To the 999% of y'all that are about half dead. <laughs> Why is it when the glory hit Israel, not even an old man limped out of Egypt? There's more in here than we've ever taken advantage of. I'm not putting condemnation. I'm telling you, there's more here than we know. I'm going to show you how to find it. I'm going to show you how to find Google in you. Amen. You ready for this? See, Paul is not going to pray that God will give you something, but he will show you how to find the app that he walked in. When a snake bit him and he threw it in the fire and then healed the king's kid and then got on a boat and went on to Rome. That's an app that some people don't know about. But if it's for Paul, 
I'd like to know about that app. I'm preaching pretty good now, ain't I? Okay. Ephesians 1, 16. I don't cease to give thanks making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of what? Would give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Show them what I did. Smith Wigglesworth shouldn't be the only one that ever found it. Or Benny Hinn. Or Kenneth Hagin. Say, me too. God's not withholding anything. I have the same apps on my phone Lisa does. I have since found out how to talk. What is mine is Siri, not Google. I have Google too. I found Google. I asked Siri one time if she knew Google. I won't tell you what she said. (laughs) Told me and she wasn't acquainted with that person. (laughs) Strife in my phone. (laughs) You know, if you'll ask them some questions, you can get some pretty cool answers. I don't know who's programming them, but it's, yeah, it's, some of them have an attitude. There's a little bit of, look at verse 18, that the eyes of your understanding would be flooded with light, that you know the hope of his calling and what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance. Papa God, teach me about the glory. Y'all ought to be going, amen, Jesus. I've got to find my place now. I've lost it. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead? That's working inside you. The same anointing that was raised him from the dead is at work in you. My heart, and, and don't get mad at me. Please, if you need, if you need, if you're at a place where you need prayer, please get it. My heart is that your shadow. I'm, I, I thank God for people praying for me. I thank God for, for people who have helped me. But I want to get to the place where I just walk by you on Sunday and you just your body just recovers. That's a lot of glory. And let me ask you this. Why not? He just told you you can have it. which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in heavenly places, above principality and power and all dominion, not authority over all the work of the enemy, not a demon in hell standing around you. Ephesians chapter 3. Ephesians chapter 3. For this reason, I bow my knee to the Father, the Lord Jesus Christ. Matter of fact, let me just do this. 
I'm not going to read it. We are. Read with me and put your name in it. For this reason, I bow my knee to the Father of the Lord Jesus Christ, in whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant me according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might through his spirit in my inner man. Now, let me tell you something. You're doing something right now. You're doing something very powerful. God can't answer a prayer you don't ask. But if you'll ask it. Now, I'm going to stop right here, and we're going to go on in a second. Brother Hagin told Mark Hankins, a 17-year-old rebel, to start praying these prayers. These prayers took him to where he is. We're going to get into another scripture in just a minute. You're going to go from glory to glory to glory. But God is not done with you. you your best days are ahead of you. Your days of relying on the earth and the world and the flesh and the devil and the job and the market is over. It's over, guys. You have the same glory that's going to flood the earth one day and turn it into paradise. You're walking around with glory. You're a son of glory, a daughter of glory. Open up, oh, you gate, and the king of glory is going to come walking in this place. I told uh, the early service, I told the story with Arthur Blessed carrying the cross down someplace in South America, and a guy walks up with a gun and said, I'm going to kill you. Pull the trigger, and the bullet rolled out. Honey, let me tell you something. You ain't dying until, until it's time for you to die. Amen. You start obeying God and getting in the glory. I mean, I don't care. Listen, Brother Hagin tells a story about him being in the room and God came in and his mother tried to get in the room was so full of glory, she couldn't even get in his bedroom. She bounced off the glory of God. Before Jesus returns, we're going to see a church full of glory. We're going to see a church finally doing what Jesus Christ said the church could do. And everywhere you go, and I mean, it ain't going to be a matter of you trying to work up something. You're going to come to church, get full of the glory of God, and walk into Walmart. And I mean, you're going to walk by, and the people are going to fall out of power. Everywhere, you're going to just look behind you, and the people everywhere laying on the floor, talking in tongues. You know why you don't believe it? Because you ain't been reading your Bible. I know a girl who did that, Sandy Brown. I told you the story. I'm going to tell you again. She's a Playboy bunny, L.A. Playboy bunny. She said, I knew I was saved when I slapped a guy one day for pinching me on my derriere. <laughs> and she used to get all the Playboy bunnies back in the back and get them born again filled with the Holy Ghost. And the guy came back and said, what are you doing? All of our girls are quitting. She goes, well, I'm just getting them saved. He said, well, stop. I'm losing all my bunnies. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> so she's going to 
the, the mall in, in Tulsa to go get her husband a suit. And she said, I had been up all night praying and, and in the presence of God. And, and, and her husband, Dean, said, I need you to go buy me a suit. He's getting ordained that night. She walked into, into Dillard's, and she walked up and said, can you help me? And the, and the agent fell out in the power. <laughs> and she went, oh, that's not good. And she walks up to another agent and said, I need you to help me get a suit. Boom, down they go. She said, I walked through the mall, and I turned around behind me, and, I'm, and everybody in the mall was on the floor. Every person that she walked by in the mall was out in the power. This is a playboy bunny. Just imagine what God could use, do with you. How am I doing, Barbara? Good. Barbara's mine. Let's finish reading this. Where did I stop? Say this, that Christ would dwell in my heart through faith, that I would be rooted and grounded in love, that I would be able to understand and comprehend with all the saints the width the length, the depth, and the height, and to know the love of Christ that passes knowledge, that I, Daryl Morgan, would be filled with the fullness of God. That's a bold prayer. That's a bold prayer. I'll tell you something, and this is a secret. It's the best church in town. Y'all are rad. Y'all are, this, you have no idea I'm able to take you where most preachers can't take their congregations. Kenneth Hagin, a good old Baptist boy traveling around preaching, and he got a hold of these prayers, and after a few months, he said, what have I been preaching? And everything that God did with him after that was a result of praying these prayers. Every man of God that ever spent time praying them was used mightily. Are you game? Are you game? Let's go. We're, we're going to do this. We're going to do this thing. I, I've seen God in a measure. And I'm completely dissatisfied. I'm not mad. I'm dissatisfied. I've had him use me. I, I was in the Bahamas one night preaching, and the Lord said, run. And I ran through the field, and everybody I passed started talking in tongues. I was like, yeah, baby, yeah, baby, good. Shanda. I'm walking down the street of the Bahamas one day, and a little boy was helping me pass out tracks, and I'm praying in the spirit. And he's looking at me, and I went, Phil. And he started talking in tongues. I was in, the, I was in Haiti, and I told you the story last week. Power of God hit 58 Haitians. Half of them weren't even born again until I prayed with them. It looked like pandemonium hit that place. They started dancing. They started Pentecostals. They started dancing, twirling, looked like a, the Blues Brothers in Haiti. 
they were dancing and squirreling and spinning and the glory hit that building. And I went, God, I think there's more than we've ever seen before. Catherine, am I doing all right? Okay, thank you. If I'm, in between you and Barbara, if two of us agree. <laughs> now to him, say it with me, to him who is able to do exceeding abundantly above all I ask or think according to the power working in me to him be glory in the church. <laughs> Say my best days are ahead of me. America might be messed up, but I'm not messed up. I've asked the Lord, teach me how to teach my congregation to live. He said, teach them to walk in glory. Teach them to walk in this. This was not for a few people. This was for his church. His church they should be asked, oh, I got one. Go to Isaiah 60. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Are y'all ready? I mean, I mean, just act like you about halfway like this. Just, you have no idea how I'm jumping inside like, like nobody's business. Isaiah 60. This is a now scripture. This is right now. Arise and shine, your light has come. The glory of the Lord is risen upon you, upon us. Look at this. Darkness shall cover the earth. Deep darkness the people. But the Lord will arise over you and his glory will be seen upon you. The Gentiles will come to your light and kings to the brightness of your rising. Lift up your eyes all around and see. They will gather together. They will come. Your sons will come from afar. Your daughters are going to be nursed at your side. And you will see and become radiant. Your heart will swell with joy. The abundance of the sea will be turned and the wealth of the Gentiles is coming on you. And there ain't a thing the politicians can do. We're not asking their permission. This is, this is, this is incredible. Now, I'm, I got an assignment for you. Are y'all ready? Would you be willing for the, between now and January to read these scriptures over yourself every day? Pray, put your name in them and start praying them. That God would give you a revelation of, of, of what belongs to you. He would show you the apps that he has placed inside you. There are gifts of tongues and interpretation. There's gifts of prophecy. There's gifts of the Holy Ghost inside of you. Gifts to make you wealthy. Gifts to show you things supernaturally. You know, we're not supposed to be living like the world. 
Jesus never did run around going, well, let me see, what should we do for some money? Well, does anybody have, we'll have a garage sale this afternoon to go see if Mary has some stuff she'll put out. Uh-uh. Go catch a fish and pull the coin out. And he ate the fish. He didn't throw the fish back. It says fishes. He caught a whole pile of stinking fish. He's a fisherman. He took them home to his wife and said, um, I just need the coin. She goes, thanks for dinner. Well, you're welcome, but just give me the coin. I got to go pay taxes. Folks, that's supernatural. Say, I'm supernatural. I'm ready to pray. Say glory. Say glory. That just feels good. Glory to God. Glory to God. Father, thank you for the glory. Thank you for the glory of God. You came in the earth with glory. You're coming back with glory. But then you said that you called many sons to glory and gave us the same glory. We all want to know how to use this if Apple can give us apps I'm sure you can give us some apps beyond anything a phone could do just like Jesus walking the earth so that people are asking us for help they come to us for healing they come to us for wisdom they come to us for the knowledge of God Father, I give you praise and honor and glory in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen, amen, amen. amen. We hope you enjoyed this message by Word of Life Church. We just wanted to let you know there's a lot more content on our website at wolapopka.com. From our YouTube channel, to our podcast, to our SoundCloud, and many more events. We also wanted to let you know that we love giving you these messages. And it helps us, too, that if you would love to give to the what we're doing, it helps keep all these messages free. You can just simply go to our website and click the big Give Now button. Or you can text 407-955-5345. And remember, our pastor's vision is this. We grow Christians. So we thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.